So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between, the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. If this is your first time with us, we have a few other great episodes, especially if you want to learn about Chris's background, my background, and how he and I met online. Hi, Erica. How are you doing today? Happy weekend. Happy weekend to you, Chris. How's the weather out on the East Coast? Fine. Okay. I don't know. You don't know? You haven't been out? You haven't seen like the light outside? I've been out. I took Scruffy Uh, out. Okay. So. I just did a really good workout in uh, my living room. uh, Speaking (laughs) of living rooms, it's a great segue. Thank you for that. I didn't even mean to do it. I know. So I found an article online. (laughs) That totally counts. I think it does. And let me just start by saying I don't even know what to make of this article, but I'm going to read some of it just so that you can understand it. It starts off by saying a woman is stirring controversy after calling out her husband, supposedly shocking life decision. So what did you think it was going to be? I was thinking like, I don't know, he's a pimp on the side or something. I mean, oh, I thought, yeah, I thought he was going to come out as bi. Yes. So it goes on. The problem Her husband has apparently set up an entire Taco Bell dining booth in his home office. That's the problem. (laughs) She says, I'm still just absolutely stunned and shocked that anyone, much less my husband, would think it's a good idea. I told him my honest feelings. Yeah. The woman explained that her husband has always had a soft spot for Taco Bell, a restaurant she strongly dislikes. And recently... He had the chance to express his obsessions at home after a nearby franchise changed its decor. I come home and there's a bunch of 90s Taco Bell memorabilia in the garage. Apparently, one of the local restaurants was getting a remodel, and I guess he bribed the manager to let him grab a booth and some other things to put in his home office. And it goes on and on and on. And there's several Reddit users, because this is where it was posted, who are chiming in with... What are you talking about? This is ridiculous. And I have to agree, this is kind of ridiculous. But it made me start thinking, what are some of the crazy hobbies or habits that we've heard about that may be ridiculous but are really important to other people? How did this article end? I'm curious, just before we get to our own stuff. So as I mentioned, several Reddit users chimed in and and one of them said, seriously, I feel bad for anyone whose significant other doesn't support their hobbies or even the little things that make them happy. Others simply claim that since the husband's office is his space, he should be free to decorate it as he wishes. If you were in shared spaces, if it leaks out into the rest of the house, then I'd agree with you 100%, one commenter wrote. But then this is his den, his man cave. Let him have it. It's such an innocent thing. This is absolutely not a battle to pick. And so that's sort of how it ends with a bunch of different comments. It's interesting because it makes me think, are there hobbies that I have that would annoy people? I don't know. I think we all do. I mean, I'm trying to think if I were in her shoes, I'd be annoyed too. Because she said in the article, it's not the money. He used his own money. It's that he didn't ask her. I mean, if it's a shared home, even though it's his lair, his man cave, whatever people said, I feel like both people have to be in agreement if it's a shared home, how you decorate. Okay. You know, what's funny is I'm going through this process right now. I'm actually buying a home and I have some people who 
are chiming in in terms of what should go into my personal office. So now I'm going to have a home office. I'm going to have it all set up. I've already decided how I'm going to decorate it and everything else, but it's my office. Why do other people get to tell me what to do in my office? Yeah, but they don't live there. So obviously this is your office. But what if somebody did live there? Well, that's the question. That is the question. I stay. Right, so I say it's still your... my office. I don't know. All right. What are some of your weird hobbies? Well, you don't know because they're your own. We don't see our own idiosyncrasies. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Like, I think to this guy, it was perfectly reasonable to set up a Taco Bell booth in his home office. This <laughs> How did article you get it in the house. I don't know. I actually sent this article to a friend. And they responded that it was a funny article, but said this. If it stays in his office, I don't see what the problem is, but he should definitely serve her free lunches. (laughs) That's the perfect response. Okay, here's the thing, though. He didn't ask, which to me means he knew the answer would be no. (laughs) So he went around her back to sneak in this ridiculous... Why didn't he just leave the booth in the garage? Like, that wouldn't bother me. If you put a booth in the garage, it could be your, like, your secret getaway. What's the difference between having a booth in your office or a couch in your office? It's the same thing. It's not the same thing at all. Sure it is. You can... (laughs) Two things that you can sit on. They both could be leather or pleather. Well, I don't know how Taco Bell is decorated. Orange. So... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You think it still like has lingering beef flavors in the booth? (laughs) Or hot sauce. Ignore that stain. That's some sour cream. Oh my God. So let's talk about that because everyone has a thing that is important to them, but that someone else hates or that is weird to somebody else. And I was trying to think what those things are. For me, for example, I know... I load the dishwasher very poorly. Nothing is how it's supposed to be. Everything is askew. (laughs) Nothing is lined up properly. I don't use the racks correctly. Some forks are sticking up. Some are sticking down. (laughs) And I did not know that that would drive somebody else crazy. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But what's the big deal? Because if I'm doing the dishes, let that be my own thing. But I had a partner who very adamantly told me I was doing it wrong. First of all, is there a right and a wrong? Don't answer that. But I couldn't understand why it bothered him so much. And I I do have a fear that all of our listeners are going to be like, are you kidding? You're crazy. That would bother me too. You're the worst. But it didn't bother me. The dishes got clean and I put them away. So what's the big deal? Now, see, that wouldn't bother me either. But I think this goes back to your point at the beginning, which is, When you live with somebody, if you've got two people who are living in a house together, then there is some give and take. I've dated people before who are like, you must put the toilet seat down always. Not just Mm -hmm. like the seat, but the cover, the lid lid too. Again, to me, it makes no sense, but okay, I'm going to do it because I know it bothers you. Right. Right. I've also had somebody say once, no socks on the coffee table. And again, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, who leaves socks on the coffee table? But somebody clearly did in her past for her to say this. Well, did she mean like when your feet are up on the coffee table? Like no feet on the coffee table? No, no. Like (laughs) let's say you're taking off your shoes and you decide to take off your socks because you just want to stretch your toes for a little bit. And you just like, where do I put my socks? Well, you could put them in your shoes or you could put them on the coffee table. (laughs) That's the most ridiculous thing. But, But you can't put them on the coffee table. That's inappropriate. I have a client actually who said her thing is no street clothes in bed ever. 
You are only allowed in bed if you're wearing pajamas or nothing, but you are never allowed in her bed if you're wearing anything that you wore outside that day. Yeah, I mean, these are all normal ideas (laughs) to some people. And then to other people, they're completely ridiculous. And then, like, do you adapt? There's judgment there. Do you say, you know what? I realize, like you did, like, I realize this is important to you. I don't get it, but I'll do it anyway. Or do you say... No, stop making me do things your way when it's not that bad. Let's say that you moved in again with somebody and they said, you can no longer stack the dishes in the dishwasher like this. Like, that's completely ludicrous. Why are you doing this? You you do do? the dishes then. Just do them yourself. I used to always forget to turn off this one light in the walk-in closet, right? Had, you know, an overhead light. Well, turn it off yourself if you're annoyed with me for forgetting. I'm not perfect. I can adapt to things, but some things I will always forget. Or you have a hard time changing habits. You know, you have a habit your whole life. It's hard to change those. So if you don't, if you really hate it, do it yourself. Yeah. You know, I had that problem in my marriage where my ex complained where I left the toothpaste (laughs) and it was habit, you know, where you left the toothpaste. physically where I left it. She wanted it in the same spot all the time. And she showed me where that spot was. And, you know, there was times where I was like, okay, she's going to get mad if I don't do it. So let me make sure that I'm putting my toothpaste right in that spot. But then other times, you know, I'm brushing my teeth fast. I'm getting out the door. I'm running late and I lay the toothpaste down somewhere. I don't know where I laid down, but then she would argue with me like, you're not leaving it in the right spot. And to me, I'm like, then put it in the right spot. Like you're standing there. Instead of looking at it and getting upset with me about it, move it. I think there's so much in this in terms of at what point in time do you actually, I don't want to say give in, but you compromise to the person that you're with based on some of these different types of things. And I'm sure there's things that you care about that your partner may not care about. And there is some sort of conversation almost that has to happen. And I think it goes back to the story. Wouldn't it have made more sense? Maybe, or maybe this is the question. Do you explain your Taco Bell obsession before you get married? Like, honey. You would think that would come out, right? I feel like that's a You would think it would. You're like, you know, honey, I I just need you to know I've got this vision of one day decorating my office (laughs) like a Taco Bell. Are you okay with that? If not, maybe we should not get married. Okay, no, that's a little extreme. But she must have known he liked Taco Bell because you pass it at every rest stop, you know, on the highway. I'm sure he wanted to stop to get a soft taco at some point. (laughs) Just saying. Okay, when we get back, let's think about some other hobbies or ways that we might be able to communicate with our significant other. What maybe some of our weird hobbies are. Hey, everyone. If you like what you hear as much as we like creating it, we would love for you to review our podcast. That way, more people can hear about it. How do you do that? If you're using an iPhone, go to your app, your podcast app that's purple, and click on search. Type in So We Met Online, and you'll see the So We Met Online logo. Then click on that, scroll down to where it says Ratings and Reviews, and that's where you can either give us five stars, or you can write a review and submit that. Thank you so much for being our loyal listeners. So, Erica, I was thinking through weird hobbies. Again, my hobbies to You're me... You're perfect, obviously. Yeah, my hobbies to me don't seem weird. <laughs> but, to you. But I'm thinking of just like general hobbies. Like, So I'm going to ask you, 
Would you date somebody who collects coins? Sure. Would you date somebody who collects stamps? Well, here's the thing. Yeah, I would date someone who collects whatever, as long as it doesn't impede on my space. If his coins are taking up the entire, or stamps are taking up the entire living room, yeah, I would probably have a problem with that. And I would say, let's designate a space for your collection. But you want someone who's passionate about something. Okay, so let's say that I was passionate about cows. And I love to cows, decorate. Like, like yeah. moo cows? Yeah, like moo cows. cows. What if okay. I decided that I just, you know, I love cows and I wanted to decorate my house in cows? <laughs> in the kitchen, I've got like a cow cookie jar. In the living room, there's a cow print, a photo or something that I took of a cow on a farm. At what point in time does it become a ridiculous obsession? Well, it doesn't matter. It's just as long as your expectations are aligned. It's not ridiculous unless someone says it is. So in that case, you would just have to compromise with your partner. And at a certain point, you have to decide which battles to choose. If I were your partner and you wanted to put cows up everywhere, I would probably say, let's pick a spot in the house that can be your cow room (laughs) or a cow cookie jar and a cow print. That's fine. But we're not also going to have a cow print rug and cow print pillows. (laughs) Like, Pick which ones you want, because if you're decorating together, then it's important to make sure it's a happy living space for both of you. I totally agree. And and again, I think it all boils down to somewhat of a conversation and a compromise and an understanding because I might like cows, but you might like zebras. And then what do we do? At one point in time, I was collecting movie posters. I had 5,000, 10,000 movie posters or something. And I had them okay. all stored in crates and, you know, and they were all organized fairly nicely. I, I did frame some. I had them up in, you know, in my house in different places. I could have a nice framed movie poster. And Mm -hmm. it was interesting because I had one of two different debates. The first one was, I don't like that movie. Why did you frame that movie and have that hanging on the wall? Like, that's an awful movie. And I'm like, "Uh, it's Tron. It's like one of the greatest 80s movies of all time. So there was this kind of debate on movies, but it extended because I wanted to decorate my walls with my favorite movies And I think there's a conversation in there about, okay, well, what's one of your favorite movies? I'll get a poster and we can hang that somewhere. The other challenge that I had was, you know, with, you know, 10,000 movie posters, I had, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 crates of movie posters in the garage. That created a problem in terms of just moving and Mm -hmm. taking them from one place to another and storage and running out of space And I often got ridiculed, like, why do you have all these movie posters? They're worthless. Get rid of them. Sell them. You know, we don't have the space for them. But in both cases, I'm like, this is me. This is Mm -hmm. my collection. It's not really impeding too much. I thought it was fine in terms of hanging on the wall, framed. They looked nice. But seriously had challenges with several people about just that collection. And to me, again, Mm -hmm. not weird. And it's part of the package. If you're going to date me, you have to understand that that's coming with me. I don't know. Again, I think it's just managing expectations and getting both people on the same page. I'm looking around my apartment to see if I have any strange hobbies. Well, especially with coronavirus. I mean, I do work out in my living room now. I have a mat laying in my living room. I have free weights. So I turned the living room into a gym studio. 
that would probably really annoy someone because it's space that can't otherwise be used. So again, it's just getting people on the same page. Like if somebody else lived here and said, you know, it really bothers me that your mat is out all the time, I would make a concerted effort to roll it up and put my things away when I wasn't working out. So I just thought of another one and I've dated a few people who have one common obsession and you might Mm -hmm. already understand what this is. Is it you? Yeah. Yeah. It's me. And then they (laughs) pictures everywhere of me and uh, no, this one common obsession in all of these women Mm -hmm. that I've dated in the past is Disney. Well, because you have an obsession with Disney. I do. But at what point does that end? Like to what extent is this? And I'm going to give you an example. In this particular case, the person who I was dating was so obsessed with Disney that every room in her house, every wall that was possibly available, and even more to the extreme than you can imagine, was filled with Disney memorabilia. Even popcorn containers from Disney in the shape of Mickey heads and bags and pictures and, you know, whatever you wanted. At the surface, my thought is that's okay. You do you. It's your space. Mm -hmm. You do what you want to do. I think maybe it's a little unhealthy simply because you're spending money on things that you could probably use for other things. I think that's That's came up in the, right? I think that though came up in the Taco Bell conversation. You're right. That is her prerogative. And especially if you choose to go and spend money on something instead of paying for your rent. Hey, that's all you. Get it. (laughs) But then I started to think about something. I realized that the obsession with the decorations and Disney and all those things were more to her than really anything else, even more meaningful to her than the relationship. And then I even went another step further and I started thinking, okay, Let me just fast forward this and think about the future. If we were to get married and move in together, what would our house look like? Would she demand that all of this gets transferred into our house? Where does my stuff fit in? And I started to think that her expectation was that she would replicate this environment in our house. And that's when I major assumption, though. I mean, you're assuming things about someone without asking. Well, yes, I didn't ask, but I also knew her well enough at this point in time that that assumption was based on things that she had already, you know, told me. Okay, I'm just saying in general, you can't make assumptions like that because unless you ask, you really don't know. I hear what you're saying, though. I'm not disregarding that. And so this goes back to basically what I think we've been saying this entire time, which is you have to have a conversation. You have to yes. talk about what the expectations are and what the you know needs are and what do you want, what don't you want, and then figure it out. I have a question. It's a little bit off topic, but when you move in with someone, do you get rid of your memorabilia or your memories from past relationships? Let's say it all fits in a shoebox. Do you keep that or do you get rid of it? I keep some. I think it depends on what it is. You know, I think there are some little knickknacks and things that are gifts that I keep. But again, I, I, it just depends on what it is. Yeah, because I, I got rid of all of my stuff when I moved in with someone. And I later regretted it because it's still a piece of me. Even though it's a piece of me that happened a long time ago, still part of making me who I am. And I, I have regretted getting rid of some of those things. Yeah, and I'm sure that there's several people out here listening right now that are thinking, 
oh, you absolutely should get rid of those. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. But those are also a collection that could be unhealthy. I mean, if you've got every single card and gift and note and photo and receipt from every single person you've ever dated for the last 15 years in a box, there might be a problem. Well, yeah, I think there's <laughs> there's a limit to everything. There's a point at which every hobby could become an obsession. But I guess that point is subjective. Chris, any other weird hobbies you're going to leave us with? I mean, not weird, different. <laughs> How about dolls? My ex-wife, her grandmother collected dolls and teddy bears. When you went into her home, it was like a museum. When I said collecting dolls and teddy bears, I mean, she probably had over 10,000 in her house. Wow. It was that type of museum. And some of them were extremely valuable. She passed away and they ended up, you know, selling the entire collection and made quite a lot of money, you know, five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars or something off of dolls wow. and teddy bears. So I think sometimes those hobbies could be beneficial, even if they seem weird. But again, to each their own. Well, yeah. And this all comes back to and I end up saying this all the time. Don't yuck my yum. You know, if something is important to me or I like something, don't poo poo it because it's mine. It's not yours. And that's okay. It's all about understanding who you're in a relationship with and accepting them for who they are. I accept you, Chris, as my co-host for who you are. I appreciate that. And please, next time you stack the dishes in the dishwasher, do it the right way. Don't even stop. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 